Hello everyone and welcome to the Casa Podcast. I'm super excited to be here today. We're going to continue the conversation we started last week. Um, at the end of last week's show, I got we, we did get the feedback from you guys. You guys asked us, keep the show going. So we're going to keep the show on the road. And um, I have, I, I promised I'll bring new people in and I have some new people in who are going to help us navigate this conversation a little more. We're going to dive into some other aspects of this conversation we didn't get into last week we touched on some of the things that are not helping millennials settle and settle down and even the phrase settle down became one of the bones of contention i have if you're in the house busy frost is here imari is also here and for those of you who have been watching the show a lot often you know who she is you just have not heard her and so um guys welcome to the show how are you guys doing Good. Uh, yeah, doing great. Hmm. How was the week for you guys? Good, I'm good. Uh, I don't think I remember what I did within the week. Yeah. <laughs> you don't no, remember I don't. anything you did during the week? No, nothing productive. That's why I don't remember. Nothing productive. I thought we we're going to blame pharmaceuticals for that, but if it was nothing. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I have no. Crazy uh, Frost, how was your week? Uh, it was good. It was good. Huh. It's good. Nice. No, you, you long, people keep it, you yeah. people are keeping it very short and straight today. I don't want short and straight. If, oh. if millennials knew how to keep things short and straight, they would all be settled down and build something. <laughs> it's the one thing we can't do. We can't keep it short and straight. We keep going and going. So, guys, <laughs> but, but welcome to the conversation. I have one other person who is going to join us. He's going to be our surprise guest. But before our surprise guest comes in, let's get back to last week's conversation. Imari was in the comment section last week. And now that I have her here, I'm going to start off with that. Last week, you left us off with one of the most powerful reasons why millennials are not able to build relationships that last, build things that, you know, end up in the milestone society almost expects of them. The word you used, used was compatibility. Compatibility. Now that you're here, tell us more. What did you mean by compatibility and how would that play a role in millennials not being able to settle down? Um, so I said that millennials weren't able to settle down because of compatibility, because sometimes people use terms that they're just not knowledgeable on what things actually mean. And so if you look up the entomology of the word compatible, the true definition means it comes from a Latin term um, and it comes from the word compatibilist and it means to suffer with. Mm. And if millennials mm. actually knew that the term compatibility has is so different, it's the exact opposite of sharing commonalities because I feel like people see the word compatible and they think, oh, what do I have in common with this person? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with similarities. It actually means okay. to suffer with. And that's what the word compatible means, mm. to mm. suffer with. And mm. they are not, millennials are not in a state where they're, they're enduring enough to be able mm. to be compatible with someone. They don't mm. want to sacrifice and say, I'm willing to settle down with just this one person and rough mm -hmm. it out and suffer mm. with just this one person. Hmm. And so to you, I think from what you're telling us, compatibility 
involves some form of long suffering, right? And building something would require you being able to suffer through certain things. Not it's it, and, and suffering doesn't have to necessarily be a bad thing, right? Bad because thing. I think that's another uh, that people try to equivalent to like suffering mm. has to be so dreadful and bad. Mm. No, what I mean mm. suffer with is who are you going to sacrifice and mm. who are you going to sacrifice with? Who are you mm -hmm. going to say that I'm committed mm -hmm. to the long road to to mm -hmm. to go through anything that you're going through, whether it's mm -hmm. good, bad, rain or shine? That's mm -hmm. what suffering mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. So millennials and and I would like to hear your take on all this, AY and PC. Um I think again, some of these words just like settling down, have certain meanings we ascribe to them. Like yeah. when people hear suffer, they're gone. Like, <laughs> no, but, 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 but think about it, building something, it's just like, just like, you know, like, like planting something, enduring, watching the plant grow. Like if you plant a, a grain of corn, watching it grow, watching it, watering it, making sure it's, you know, all the insects are gone, protecting it. All that yeah. can be seen as suffering on the part of the of the farmer, on the part of the person raising something. And in most rela relationships, you would have to go through those things, till the soil, plant your seed, like watch it grow, uh, <laughs> prune it when it needs pruning, uh, protect it when it needs protection. And, and in that case, in that sense of the word suffering, uh, we don't want to do the work. We only not the work because you're not the work. But I think the moment you say <laughs> suffering, that's that's what you said. Like no one oh, wants to suffer, and I think that is a major <laughs> major difference between um, what was it Gen what something and then and millennials the Gen Y, the Gen X, and Gen, Gen the... X and late boomers, right? Mm -hmm. So. Now, everybody thinks, okay, they went through a lot of things that they don't want to experience at this point. And so the first thing they do is that, is this going to stress me out? I'm not for it. Mm -hmm. And then they are out. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't think when you say suffer, there's any way you can make it sound positive. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can you can look for some other you way. Find like find different words. Work, yes, work mm -hmm. with. Mm. Sacrifice with but that's what suffer that was that's what suffer means. It means mm. it literally means to bear. Sub mm. meaning below, right? Mm -hmm. Comes from mm -hmm. sub fur, because that's how we pronounce it, right? So it's sub fur. Fur means to bear. So mm. who am I gonna bear below with? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but think, you know, uh, we yes that we have <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. we here. No, no, we hear suffer. Mm -hmm. I think we've been conditioned. There's a lot of words, right? English language is a new language, right? There's a lot of things that we hear that mm -hmm. we um, we equate it to or we we, we we analyze or whatever to what uh, it's around us, right? When we hear suffer, we never hear the word suffer in any good whatever, right? We always used to, when you say suffer, not like, in the English blood, language. sweat, and tears, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. but most people here suffer. They're not going to back back to what uh, Mary's saying. What my wife is saying about the suffering thing, right? You had to go if there. If I'm going to suffer, if we oh yeah, I had mm -hmm. to. If mm -hmm. we have to do, if I'm going to do that, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not about to sit 
and suffer where I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. I'm not about to just sit and like, oh, okay, you don't want to do crap with your life. And so because I'm in love with you, I sit mm. in that studio with you for the next 30 years and not do anything. No. If mm. you are building something, right, it's like you're working your way up, right? Mm. Maybe you shop at Trip Store or Old Navy, mm. no disrespect to Old Navy, right? And we are building something with the mm-hmm. goal that, oh, okay, maybe you're going to school and this is the path. When I finish, I want to do this and start a weekend side gig or whatever. There's a plan. And we're working towards it. I will eat the ramen noodles. We will go mm-hmm. to Old Navy because I know one day we'll be, we'll be, we'll be in a loom store, right? That is the target. Like we, we, we're working up. But I'm not about to sit and we're not doing anything just because I'm in love with you. So let's suffer. The hell? No, I'm not doing that. Uh, is, is that is that the I, I I don't think and 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 correct me if I'm wrong, Mari and Ay. I don't think that was the the angle of suffering, like you know the the going through a rough patch with someone. But but relationships in general, right? If you truly want to build a relationship, build a family with someone, that in itself is work, right? And that goes through stages. So until we we get to that. You know, um, even even the process dating until we get to the wedding, where the vows are exchanged and everybody's happy. There's so much we go through, and all those require you to bear with the person. I I don't know, Quincy. You you and Imari just went through the wedding planning thing. You guys know that even planning that wonderful event, people just see that event. They don't see all the times where you would have to hold back because man, you two are not on the same page, and you have to just. Keep some of your ideas to yourself. Sometimes you have to go the extra mile to explain your position to your partner. All those things are what we would call suffering in this case. And and if you truly want to build a lasting relationship, a relationship that's going to span decades with someone, you should be willing to go through those motions. But you know why? why, Uh I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but I feel Mm -hmm. like it was easy for us because Mm -hmm. they say preparation is key, right? Mm-hmm. And I had a teacher once tell me that um, it was an African-American lit course. And sometimes we s- tend to see surface meaning of things, right? Mm-hmm. And she told us in order to to get the job, sometimes you got to dress like you already there. Hmm. And that's the mindset mm-hmm. that I went into with my relationship. Like, I know what I want. I know I want to be a wife. Mm-hmm. I want to be a mom. I want I want these things. Mm-hmm. So getting into the relationship and setting those boundaries was me mm-hmm. already acting like I'm already there. Like I'm already mm-hmm. the wife. Look, this mm-hmm. is what this is what's expected of you. This is what's mm-hmm. expected of me. This is what I'm going to take. This mm-hmm. is what I'm not going to take. Right. Mm-hmm. That was the preparation. Therefore, mm-hmm. when we got to the altar, okay, now we just got to mm-hmm. suffer the rest of the mm-hmm. way. Everything else is just what's expected to come along with the marriage. It's just, it's just the word. I think the word suffer is the suffer is grinding. It's really suffering is really grinding some gears. It's, 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 it it's, is. It's, no, no, no. See, it is. <laughs> see, see, um, uh, Mari, when it comes to our like, like our culture, right? Like the, the, the I think the suffer. When it comes to Africans, that word it kind of—I don't know whether um, 
we we take a different meaning to it, right? Mm. Uh, like what you're saying, yeah, it's just culture wise. Like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Most of the times in, in cultures, especially you, yours, like some people don't marry for love. It's for convenience. Well, for I mean, it used to back then. It's it used for, to, it used to yeah. Be, a lot of it used to be like that, right? It's a uh, right, You used to buy for last and, name. Yeah, and those traditions right. and morals trickle on until the next generation and the next generation and the next. Because at some point, even though you might not believe it, you know someone else is going to believe it, and they're going to carry on those same values and keep marrying for the same reason. That's why hmm. things. That's why it's a such thing as generational curses. And I feel like sometimes that when it comes down to marriage. That is a generational curse in certain in certain cultures because people don't marry for the reasons that they want. They marry because the reasons that they were given. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I, I, I think boomers, we're going to boomers, dive, We're definitely going to dive into do that, that more because right? because mm-hmm, a lot of yeah. the things, uh, a lot of the things that hindered some of the generations that came before us in terms of settling down, building long-lasting relationships and families seem to persist. And I think um, Imari pointed out that sometimes it's just because people get to know these things and are not corrected, are not looking for solutions. And so they tend to pass that down to the next generation. And mostly when you're socialized into a problem, you tend to perpetuate the effects down the line. I'm going to go through the comments real quick, and then we're going to pivot into some other angles, like other parts. Okay. Um, and and as I'm reading through this, guys, start thinking of track stars and start thinking of, you know, um, track and field events. Start thinking Olympics, because I think some of our problems <laughs> are going to be addressed from, by <laughs> evaluating some Olympic games. But Quincy Frost, who is on the show, managed to sneak out and go and uh, that's before welcome. we started that's where we started <laughs> welcome to the casa tribe sunday Monday. absolutely it's always a fun day when we get to talk to the to people and get to enjoy the show get to put this up and it's always amazing having people in here sharing their comments and so i'm going to go through some of the comments rashid is back Rashid, we always appreciate you being here. Rashid said he's present. And Rashid is asking, how many people streaked you last week, Ifia? How many people streaked you oh last week? Oh, my God. Rashid, you're not getting on that oh, app. Okay, let it be. He wants to be on Snapchat so bad. You, you are only, not getting on that asked, app. Yo, 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 I didn't, you guys, I didn't even know what streak was till the day that Rashid and Ifia were talking. I think last week, right? <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, what it was last week. And I felt so old. I was texting. I'm like, wait, what is streak? <laughs> no, it's a good thing you don't know. Song is here and is asking if he's late. Song, you're not late. Welcome to the show and welcome everyone. Is it Frost? That's. I am jumping over that comment real quick. Her sister is a Gen Z song. Uh, look, how did this. Oh my god. So the whole chat trust ended up being okay. Song said, Oh, Jesse. I move on. I move on. Kwesi and Song, please be careful in the comment section. Kwesi, you can't be saying my wife, my wife here. Yes, absolutely. Kwesi, you cannot be. We're on a show. Keep it professional. (laughs) (laughs) Kwesi, for us. Hey, hey, How hey, about hey, it? What, what is, <laughs> listen, what is happening in the comment section? 
for those of you listening to the audio, those of you listening to the audio playback, Quasi Frost and Song have started this thing in the comment section that I can't even get into. So guys, if you're watching the live stream, this is Rashid. This is Rashid. Quasi and Song started, and then it's it's. Why? Why do I get blamed? Song started. Pardon us if you're just lost in all this. I'm going to skip reading those comments out of, you know, I, I would <laughs> I would not get into that. Hill is here. Hill is so amazing to see you back. Um, last week, you really kept the conversation going, and we really should work on getting you into the studio. Hill is saying, Imari, Imari so this definition of, of compatibility is wrong. A state in which two things are able to exist or occur together without problems or conflict. That's a Conflict. classic that's text what, That's what uh, that's what mm-hmm. the English definition has dissolved it to. But if you, mm-hmm. like I said, entomology is original origin and meaning of a word. Mm-hmm. And if you look up entomology, that's what it is. I don't mm-hmm. know why the English, again, because here English never own nothing. They take everything from somebody else. So hey, they dissolve hey. it into turn it into their own. <laughs> so that's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, so long as not taking any any variation of suffering we're going to give on the podcast. Is that suffering? Suffering is suffering. Suffering, yeah. Also, up in the comments. Let's go. Rashid said, I think suffer is extreme. Can we say discipline yourself or endure instead? I love the word endure so much. I don't I think, like endure. I think we're, we're going to get... Pain. Like, no, no, we're going no, to get no. into why endurance is a good thing. Endurance, not not just in relationships, in life. It, I think most times those who are able to endure prevail. Um, most things are not about swiftness or speed or start. Um, it comes down to your endurance, your ability to stay when everyone else has fallen, your ability to stand and take another step when everybody has withered and died. And so I love endure. And I think it might, again, we can imbue a, a lot of negative connotations to these words, but we can also transform them and make them very powerful words. Like endurance, um, long suffering, your ability to persist to to keep going to strive and push it can be a beautiful thing and and you need all that in relationships um again i told you guys to think of track stars we'll get back to the track star conversation aram is also cracking up your song song you're really cracking people up in this comment session um rashid said i like that truth some people do not marry for love i for one do not think in in that anymore do not believe in that do not believe in that anymore loving someone or something doesn't mean that they or it is good for you that is too complex rashid you would have to break it down for me what is Um, loving someone or something loving someone or something that's what he said doesn't mean that they or it is good for you so loving someone doesn't mean they are good for you or loving something something doesn't mean yeah that's kind of Prime is here. Prime is asking yeah, if that's Quasi's wife. Yes, Aya, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all Aya, me. Yeah. You're well. giving this guy um, uh, <laughs> an opportunity to just gloat. He's been waiting the whole season, from last season. He's been doing this with this ring the whole time. And now you guys are just going to give him the okay, platform. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, again, you guys Prime, are Prime knows what me. it is. Quasi, your wife is here. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I see, I see. That's what Prime is saying. 
Looks like today it will be Kwesi and his wife who Allah. <laughs> well, absolutely. No, today no, is no, it's, a, it's a conversation about um, millennials and Gen Zs getting shit together. It's not a conversation it about. It's not about a first household. It's about Gen Zs and uh, millennials. <laughs> but but okay, guys. Before you went into the comments, and and if you're listening, please keep your comments coming. And if you haven't done that like yet. Drop that like on the channel. It really helps us. It really helps the channel grow. And if you're on Facebook, too, please do that. Don't forget. Because the Facebook algorithm and the YouTube algorithm have to help at a point. But back to the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. I uh, Before we went for this short interlude, we're talking, I, 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 I told you guys to direct your attention to Trackstars. And what you think building family with someone, right? would require which kind of track event would be more similar to the kind of relationships that last that endure the test of time why you're laughing so hard enough <laughs> for us <laughs> well i think you all know that i mean we'll go with the mar- um is it marathon or what we have the sprint and the words long distance long distance have yeah. you ever have you ever been involved in track and field no. no, I would let someone. Has anyone on here been involved in track and field? No, uh, not me, not me. Imari, were okay. you ever a track? Yeah, I so ever a- track and field. So, AY, let's go to the people who have actually done it, not the people who are <laughs> on TV. AY, now is you're discriminating, man. I, I am discriminating against me, too. Like, let me give you AY's athletic profile. She pulled a hamstring <laughs> watching people sprint. She was watching it on TV and she pulled her hummy just watching. That's how bad she oh, is wow. at athletics. So, oh, wow. So, Imari, wow. break it down for AY because she doesn't even know the different oh, classifications wow. on the track. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, in track and field, you have mm-hmm. something called distance runners and then you have short distance. And then you have sprinters, right? Short distance, somewhere in between. In between, so they're running like the 400, 800 meters, right? Um, they, of course, sprinters, they're running ones, twos, relays, and things like that. I'm not into poly or anything, so this is not going to be a relay situation happening. But like endurance is, like I say, endurance to me is similar to when uh track and running long distance races right Mm -hmm. a lot of times people think that all the people that do well in the the short distance events are people who who just that's all they've known that's not the case some of the best runners they started off during distance and then they gradually worked their way to becoming a sprinter because Mm -hmm. in order for you to appreciate the short distance you got to appreciate the long distance runs first. Mm, you got to mm. know what it takes. You got to go around that track. You got to go mm-hmm. around that course, get mm. the feel of it. Mm-hmm. Know what it's like to be like, damn, I really want to give up before you can appreciate mm. that last hundred meters of that race. Mm. Mm. That's, so interesting. that's how I feel. So wait, you have to do the long distance first to appreciate the short distance? Yeah, that's how I was trained. I'm not going to say for everybody, but when I was in track and field, even just for conditioning and like training, I didn't just get to do a couple of 100-meter sprints and then all of a sudden I'm ready for my race. No, nope, we're going to warm up by doing the 800. 
That means two mm-hmm. laps around it, uh, depending on what mm-hmm. kind of track you're on, two laps mm-hmm. around this joint. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. just it. God mm-hmm. forbid you got to do a relay, meaning you got to rely. Now you got to instill your trust in somebody else to say you're going to see what's coming, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to mm-hmm. anticipate. It's it's hard mm-hmm. to see and depend on and put your trust in someone else to say, damn, I got this leg in a race. If I only had the beginning of this race, I could, we could have won. It don't work like that. And so in mm. order for you to appreciate the short distance, because everybody loves short distance races, right? Mm-hmm. It's fast. It's like, it's exciting. It gets yep. to the point. It's over with. But it's like, do you really know your way around the track? Hmm. No. Interesting. And 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 even taking the life of the of other career of Usain Bolt, we all saw him gradually settle in the 100-meter race, but he started off doing the 400. He, he yeah. did a lot of the 200, especially when he was much younger, and then he settled on the 100, and he just took it by. And, and it's interesting that even for you to do those short distances well, you should be you should have built that endurance. I'm sure Usain Bolt wouldn't go to the track to go train and just run 100-meter sprints all day. He probably would run 16 kilometers to get his condition, his his heart rate and everything, you know, all the muscles warmed up before he. And so even to ex- achieve those, and, 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 and you did point it out so well, the short distance ones are exciting. They're wonderful. It's like yeah. the wedding. Before you get to the yeah. wedding, you should have done a few laps around the field. Before you get to, because honestly, even with a hundred, the hundred is really short. So it's like nine seconds, 10 seconds. But even with the 200, right, it really gets exciting in the last 50 meters. The When they are where on the bend, we don't really care. We don't even know the positions yet. You really see where people stand in the last, like, 80. So that's where the excitement is. But to build relationship that lasts, to build something for millennials, right, to build something. A lot of us get to watch people's 50 meters and the last 10 meters on Instagram, on Snapchat. They see what streaming as wedding uh, on Facebook. So someone watches that. I need that. They forgot that dude had to run laps around the field before he. Man, they, to- don't <laughs> they don't know the work, man. They don't, they don't, they don't know, man. Ay, you said you had some. Mm-hmm. I didn't song, have anything. Let's no, you said you had some pushback on endurance. So now that. Oh we- yeah. Oh I yeah. Think, you I think Rashid. we can. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can we can use um, tenacity. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think instead of endurance? Because endurance to me is still like suffering. Like anyway, you uh, ever had you ever had the phrase "call a spade a spade"? Call it endurance. Well. <laughs> if, if there's a word for it, <laughs> why why come up with something? <laughs> you know, it's not it's not me coming up with something. It's just mm-hmm. the the sentiments we attach to certain words right mm-hmm. and we can we cannot do that like suffer it's negative settle down last week we we agreed it's it sounds negative it's like oh when are you going to get ready to build a family instead of saying when are you going to settle down mm-hmm. you see mm-hmm. so i think um endurance for a long while we've used it in a negative term where when someone is going through something we are like oh just enjoy for a while you know, but that still sounds hard, and and that's so positive, though. And it's so positive. If someone is, wait, 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 what do you mean positive? If someone is going through something, and that's the word we give them, 
to help them uh-huh. get through it. And it's positive. Endure it. Go through this. Push through with it. That is not negative. Man, y'all are some hardcore people, man. Would you guys I'm, prefer the word resilient? No, 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 no. Well, no. resilient is a well, positive no, way. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess today nobody's gonna grow anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I'm all so, for growth, right? I'm all for growth. I also like the, the soft light. Okay. <laughs> I also like the soft light. My wife will tell you that. If we are building, if we're on the same page, like I said before, we're building something that's fine, right? I don't want to be struggling my whole life. I don't want to endure because I spent my whole life. I don't, like, at what point does does it stop, right? I, I, I want to. And that goes to our point. Like, why does endure have to be such a bad thing? What do you mean you don't want to suffer your whole life? People why does suffer have way. to be such a bad thing? No, why does like when you talk about self-aware? Listen to what if you said. Listen to what, <laughs> and I think what you said it. Oh, you have to. And you go through pain. You have to. You go through it pain. That is why can't you say <laughs> that? Why can't you say that I'm going through showers of blessing and I'm getting. But guys, guys, right on point. I, I hope I hope the listeners and the viewers are appreciating the irony right now. We're <laughs> pointing out why millennials are having a hard time building relationships that last, building things, settling down, or whatever you want to call it. And one of the things we're pointing out is our inability to endure. Kwesi and Ifia are just demonstrating that in real time, right before our very eyes. We are not saying that. We are not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Anyway, anyway, relax. Oh, a spade, a spade. You are not saying that. We are saying that the different times both words are used. So when someone is enjoying, you're not going to be, oh, endure these blessings. No. Nobody says endure the blessings. Yeah, that is my problem with that word. But when you're going through pain, it's like, oh, endure the pain. Mm-hmm. It's going to take mm-hmm. a while. You know, just don't say that. Crazy, did you, you know, just, it's, it's, did you say, did you say you were all up for the growth? Yep. Yeah, I'm for that. Have you ever I'm had, have you ever had, growth, have you ever had growth pains? <laughs> yeah, I get it. If, see, if, like you want, if you want to grow, do you have to endure these growth pains? See, now you're trying to back me up in the corner. You know. We're just working here. Work with me. Work with me. No, 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 Do you yeah, have to I'm endure these good things? Um, to, to, to a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, let me give you a perfect example, right? Mm-hmm. In, in, like, let's talk about our community, you know, the black mm-hmm. community, right? Would you agree there are people that think, there are uncles that think, Oh, I suffered. I did this and I became that. So you mm. should do it too. Mm. That is like the dumbest thing ever. The, the goal is the next generation that comes after you, we're supposed to make them better, right? Mm-hmm. There are ways that you can use your pain to teach them life lessons. Instead of saying, oh, I went to hell and I went to mm-hmm. 200 interviews before I got my first mm-hmm. minimum wage job. 
and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 before now I'm making a million. So mm. I want my kids to go through it. No, let's just stop. Like that thing, it makes my skin itch. Like <laughs> when, when I hear old heads, when I hear old heads mm-hmm. do that, right? Mm. When I become rich, right, and I have kids, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do not want my kids to be spoiled. Like crazy, mm. disrespectful because we have money. They out, you know. Like where mm-hmm. we live now. Somebody was telling me a story about a dude that mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of rich kids out here that ran a Bugatti into a tree and almost mm-hmm. died. Right? I don't want that type of whatever. Like you spoil them to the extent where they have no mm-hmm. um, respect or character so or responsibility or anything. responsibility. Right? Yeah. Any sense but, so I'm gonna use my, my the pain that I went through. I'm gonna use it to to try to teach them. A life lesson, but not mm-hmm. uh, the, the bad lessons that oh I suffer. So you have to do. Yo. No, you don't. Mm. <laughs> no, you, you so, don't so, have to. So, so we right? see. I, I I get that bit, but I don't know if if it's at all possible. So there, there are some things that are non-negotiable. Process is non-negotiable. The fact mm-hmm. that I planted a corn seed and it took six months to germinate and bear fruit doesn't mean i can do anything about nature and going through the process for my kids to get us an easier life so when they come complaining daddy i put the corn in the ground yesterday and i don't have the cobs yet i should tell them well i when i had to plant went through this and so it's only right to expect those things there are some things that are non-negotiable we don't make the rules for example well you- could you could you instead of planting it people have planted it and are selling the cobs you, know, you people have soft know. life. Soft life people. You people don't want no, to do no, 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 anything. No, no. You don't want to do anything. You just want to. No, an alternative. Instead of saying that when I planted it, I had to do this. You could just tell them, oh, that's the process. How, that's that's the how it's, it's how life done. Works. Corn don't so, grow overnight, right? So, so Let's it, have patience and wait for it to grow. Water it. Like, you know, there are ways. No, I get it. There are ways to go about it. But the idea that I suffered, so my kid has to suffer. Like I just, I'm sorry, I it, it doesn't sit well with me. Like, like I mean, I don't know. Maybe because it's personal. Maybe it's a little personal mm-hmm. for me. But it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't sit well with me, right? Like that's just me. Because if my dad says that to me, that like, oh I suffered, and if I get my own, like I'm walking away. I'm going. All right, you be over there. I suffered to get my. Don't wait for me to make it. Now you want to give me advice. It's like, no, mm. like, you should mm. give that advice when I need it. Mm. Like, don't. So I, I, I get your, your pushback. And I think a lot of people have that pushback. But then also, even, even in public speaking, when you're being trained on rhetoric, you're told, always find a way to connect your idea to the stakeholder. And people can connect a lot better with your ideas if you can show them you've been through it. And that's why group therapy and all those things work. When people are going through certain things, they feel like I'm the only one. The despair is when you feel alone. But when you get to know, when you're able to tell your kid, listen, it's hard to play sport. When I went through it, I had to learn and train for years before I got to. It it makes them feel connected. It makes them feel like, okay, it can happen. If they've seen it happen to someone. And so it Sometimes, I'm not saying always, I know some people use it excessively, but sometimes being able to connect your experiences with the experiences of others, help them go through it, it would be better for them. To, like, if, for example, 
if someone is battling addiction, right, and is going through all the steps to get better, when they meet people who have gone through it, who have been successful, like, man, when I was going through it, man, it was like three days where it was really tough. So then they are on day two, they're like, okay, for him it was three days, so I would be fine, right? So sometimes being able to connect that, and that's why adults speak like that. And I realized I find myself speaking like that, saying the same things I hated to hear when I was a kid, right? When I go, you can do better than no, but sometimes that's the only way to to lift people up when they're down and they feel alone. Letting them know, listen, I was there and I came out. Sometimes I I I was broke and I suffered. It makes the idea more more tangible. Yes, it's no longer like uh, abstract and out there. But but Kojo, do you know there are people that um, instead of maybe being a mentor, you can be a mentor and you know mentor them like, yeah, I went through this is life. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to. You can't just go from kindergarten to college. You 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 mm-hmm. go through yeah, this is mm-hmm. life. There's a difference between mentoring somebody. I get it, and then we have Absolutely. the assholes that think. Oh, I suffered. So go out there and go suffer yourself. Those yeah. are people that are kids. Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. there with you. I completely you agree. Have somebody under your like wing, that. and you know, teach them. Like you know, we're climbing yeah. the spirits. We mm-hmm. go from one step to the other. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You're teaching mm-hmm. them. People do that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. have the ones that are super ultra, whatever. They're like, oh yeah, go out there and go fight. Go figure it for yourself. <laughs> for for those people, can we say they have no shame? Can, I don't even Can we say that? Can we say that? Okay, uh, and I bring up that question because I want to pivot the conversation again to another part. One of the reasons why it's almost impossible for millennials to settle down. The, the death of shame. And we're going to definitely dive into it a little more. I need you guys to start thinking about it and seeing the merit of what shame could have done in helping people meet these societal milestones. Because then, back in the day when you didn't hit the milestone, you were shamed. And now we've turned down the institution of shame and if there's any merit to it. But before we get into that, let me get through some of the comments, right? Real quick, run through the comments. Okay. Um, if yeah, if yeah, you don't like endure and endure doesn't like you too. That's oh, what Rashid. Rashid is saying. Rashid said you should know this. If you don't like endurance, endurance does not like you too. That's why maybe you have not and you pull your hamstring watching TV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Song said, Rashid, love as a factor for marriage is very important, even though other factors are worth considering as well. I, I think I agree. Um Song, I, I, I'm not sure. But Rashid, come back if you, you have any disagreement with that. But love is very key in building anything that would last. Um, Prince is saying, I would say that the 800 relay, but just two people in a relationship comparison, you can't run yeah. too fast, but you can't run too slow either. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to be steady and work together. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me read that again. I agree. I, I, I agree with you. I yeah, got the, I agree to that yeah, I got the understanding after I went through this. So I'm going to read it again. Prime is telling us that I would say that the 800 relay, but it's just for two people. It's a Ooh. good comparison for relationships. You can't run too fast in the 800 because you burn out. But you can't also run too slow because it's a very fast race, even though it's distance, right? So you have to be steady and work together. That is that is powerful. 
And no wonder it resonates with people in the studio, right? Mm -hmm. If you're running too fast on the 800, by the 300 meter mark, you're, you're burnt out and you're done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, steady and working together, absolutely. I'm so, oh, uh, Tao is here. Yeah, I can do 10 meters. So I, I completely agree. I, 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 soft life, soft life. I, I, I pegged you, I pegged you for, I honestly pegged song for an eight meter um, runner, but hey, 10 meters. Kudos, bro. Um, song came back and said, I now understand the reason why Quisi left the street so fast. Respects to you, bro. Um, maybe it's also a reason why some that some of the millennials are not leaving the streets. Um, they they're not they're not. I I would that leave that comment. They will game the song. <laughs> um, Nanama is saying soft life gang. Um, yeah, Kwesi and his soft life gang. They don't want the hard life. They all don't want day, to push. All day. Soft life all day, huh? Um, Rashid is saying, Kujo, that's what happens when you watch. Too many telenovelas and movies. You it's never Gen Z comment. and challenges after the wedding. And some of us equate <laughs> the wedding to happily ever after. I, I don't actually think it's just um, telenovelas and movies. It's all about the... Growing up, I don't know if you guys remember the books we used to read, like Cinderella and all that. We hear the story up until marriage and marriage is just happily ever after like <laughs> that's what we are i guess like the struggle the falling asleep the portions the, the magic um tariffs and everything happen and then happily ever after and they lived happily ever after petition, petition to uh bring rashid and a fire boy together in the stone courts we needed to view Oh no! This is a typical yeah. um, a millennial um, <laughs> comment because how do you say this is what happened when you watch too many telenovelas? <laughs> he watches movies too. Hmm. Okay, I am on the same page with Chrissy. Soft life soft all life. the way. Looks like soft life is picking up steam. Quisi wants yeah. the soft life la. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like Quisi wants the soft life. <laughs> My relationships are not easy. Hence, we say endure. That's what Hill easy? is bringing. Hill is saying relationships are not easy. You might want the soft life. If you want the soft life, relationships might not be for you. Building yeah. long-lasting relationships. Balance, 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 balance. Thank you. Mr. Bill says it looks easier until you get in you get to do the run yourself. Yes, it looks very easy when you're watching oh, yeah. people wanting the soft life until you're up to do the run. When it's your turn to, to run, then you would see how... Uh, Max is saying, first time joining the live top chat. Interesting topic and takes by the, by the Thank you so much, um, Tiny. Tiny, I really appreciate you joining. I know everybody's reading Max, but... I know exactly who Max is. <laughs> and dear Rashid, Rashid is back again and saying, and dear is about managing situations. Focus on the entire experience by taking it a day at a time. Don't allow the emotions of the bad times overshadow those of the good times. That is so deep and powerful. It's about managing situations. Focusing on the entire experience by taking it day by day. That, 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 is, that is a two-pronged thing. You have to keep your eye on the big picture, but you also have to take it one step at a time. And then don't allow the um, emotions of the bad times 
outweigh those of the law of good times. And I think most of us tend to do that often. We remember all the bad things that have been done to us. And sometimes we completely forget all the good things people do. Like That is because we are, everyone is expected to be good, you know. So you don't necessarily have to keep the good in mind. But when the moment you become bad, it's like you leave a mark. Expected. Expectations. Those are the ones that kill. I, I, I also I think... think so. I also think from a biological standpoint, good things don't register because they don't. we don't need to keep track of those to survive. Uh, through evolution, you only pay attention to the things that can kill you and you try yep. to stay away. And that's yep. why we're more perceptive of bad things. Yes. That puts us in danger, registers more. But I think we should do better at trying to put these things on the scale, right? Look at the good things. Sometimes... Sometimes two people interact or even date or go through something. And whenever they are done, one partner finds it very difficult to point out one good thing because all they can remember is all the bad thing and the pain and all that. And, and sometimes it, 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 it's difficult. And that's what makes people get into other relationships with so much baggage because we only remember the bad times. And Rashid is telling us, listen, sometimes you don't let the emotions attach to the bad things. Take away from all the good. If you can see some of the good, if you can balance these out, ah, the hurt might be a little I more... Think, I think the, the bad things usually stands out because mm. we, we, we're used to good things and you want good things to happen. Like, you haven't mm. seen anybody have a vision board or whatever and put a negative thing on there? No, mm-hmm. absolutely no almost nobody in this world does that right <laughs> like nobody when you ask anybody hey uh how do you see your future or what's your dream nobody's gonna say man my dream is to go to prison right no nobody's <laughs> gonna say that oh my dream is to be broke my dream is to get sick no no we mm-hmm. we in our mind i think we've programmed our mind for good things mm-hmm. and i think naturally Human beings were meant to be good people. We're meant to do good things. And whatever it is, I don't know, right? Makes us, circumstances makes us do things that we probably wouldn't do. um, So I think that's why we're wired that way. We're wired for good. So it's like you do one little bad thing and everybody's out. Oh, I can't believe you did that. Mm -hmm. I can't believe Mm -hmm. you did that. You Mm -hmm. did that. Yeah, because naturally, I think god created us in his image mm-hmm. right and god from what we know it's not a bad uh person right so naturally we expect good things we want to see good things we want until something happens right mm-hmm. and then so okay that's that's why we spot negative so quick <laughs> <laughs> i see but back to the conversation and why um millennials are not able to settle down society is changing and things are being transformed not necessarily in good ways one of the ways society is changing is shame is no longer a thing um people millennials in particular and i'm going this is my attack on millennials millennials have no shame Things that you would never see anybody ever stand out publicly to do. That's what we do on TikTok for likes and comments. That's Gen Z, bro. TikTok is Gen Z. (laughs) I I mean, millennials and Gen Zs. AY, you're muted. No, no. TikTok is not Gen Z. Gen Zs are not on TikTok, please. 
who's on TikTok then? That's what you said. You said TikToks for Gen Z. Yeah. Are, are we are we going to do the Gen Z millennial? But, but, but I'm just joking. No, but back to that, right? Do you guys think it's one of the reasons why building long-lasting relationships and hitting these milestones is becoming difficult for millennials? Because you now you someone tells you their name. You meet someone. Hey, how? What's your name? She's like, if you're a what? You hit a Google search and the things you would find, you may never want to reach out to if you're a boy again because things that you were never supposed to see are on the only funds. What do you guys think? Don't you think it's playing a role? Really? Oh, he went there. He went there. Really? <laughs> he went there. I, I, I had to let people know. If you want, if you are a boy's only fans, I can put it in the comment section. Oh, gracious boy. Go ahead. Oh, oh. <laughs> Anyway, don't you think your 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 uh, OnlyFans is going to delay your? I mean, you can have an OnlyFans for makeup tutorial and hair gear, right? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. There, okay. you don't think so? Okay. I, I mean, nobody's going to okay. realize until they subscribe. And then they know, okay, now I'm, I'm just looking at makeup tutorial. I'm, I'm <laughs> dead. But don't you guys think um, putting things out there is also hindering people's agenda? It's that connection. Can we draw a line of causality? I think, I think, uh, I think we share, we share, uh, we share too much. That's, that's what it is. Like, there's no, we don't know what it is. No, <laughs> like, there is no, we, we, we don't, we don't draw a line in the sand or cross the line somewhere mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, okay, this is enough. Like, we, we mm-hmm. think uh, we've created uh, this whole virtual thing where there are people that don't even pay attention to their real friends sitting next mm-hmm. to them, but they're more mm-hmm. obsessed with their followers, right? Mm-hmm. You go online, mm-hmm. I see that a lot. Mm-hmm. People are, oh, what does my followers think? Like, mm-hmm. what, about, what does your neighbor think? What does the guy, mm-hmm. your roommate think? You should be mm-hmm. worried about that more. So I think mm-hmm. we tend to share, right? You share too much. So people feel like they already know you. So mm-hmm. there's none more to know, right? Mm-hmm. And we get bored easily, right? We're humans. Most humans will get bored doing the same thing easily. So people will get bored and lose interest because give mm-hmm. them something to ask, you know, mm-hmm. like take some stuff away. So they act when they ask, you give it to them. And mm. I think that makes it a little bit exciting. Like the idea that, oh, I wanna I wanna get to know her, I wanna get to know him, like ask questions mm-hmm. now. I can go on the IG page and everything is there. Yeah, they were like, here yesterday, social, social media chips is tomorrow, like you know. And I get it, like people are making money off social media, which is great, but then there's mm-hmm. two sides to the coin. The other mm. side of the coin doesn't look too great. Mm. Right. And mm. usually they show us the one side of it. Right, so I think we should we should all we can we can learn a lesson from minimizing what we we share with strangers and you know they 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 are kids, they're teenage kids these days. Their parents know less of them than their followers know more of them than their parents do. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So all all this I think is a part people part of the reason why I think like maybe people my age they don't want to get married because they don't see mm. a lot of the, the the flame they don't see the fire like you know oh i want to get it nowhere i even know it i want to get nowhere like everything is in your face you know everything about them and like when we started you said you go on the first day you start saying about what you what kind of shoes you want your great your grandkids to wear and all that and 
whatever. No, like cut that, cut her out. Let's get to mm. know each other and let's take mm. it step by step. Mm. You know, so I think that's part of it too. We 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 sharing too much. We're sharing too much. Um, Imari, you had something to add to that, dude. No, I was just saying, like, the millennials, they don't really know, they don't have a sense of uh, humility anymore, you know, mm. and I feel like that's part of the reason that they don't settle mm. down, because a lot of things are a, a domino effect, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have any sense of humility or shame, like, how could I expect you to when you don't even set boundaries for yourself? And if you don't mm-hmm. set boundaries for yourself, like, that probably more than likely means, like, your morality line, like, it, it's mm-hmm. kind of obscured, mm-hmm. it's blur, right? Like, I don't have that many mm-hmm. morals, so therefore, I, these are my boundaries that I'm setting, or should I say lack of, like, that you're mm-hmm. not setting. So therefore, I ain't got nothing to be ashamed about, you know? Mm-hmm. Every, mm-hmm. like, social media makes things so um, accessible to the point where mm-hmm. their lack of shame, you don't leave nothing to the imagination no more. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. is out and open, like you're a click mm-hmm. type Google search away from knowing your whole life story. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's a bad thing because that's part of dating, right? That's the exciting part. That's one of the phases yep. that you like, the yep. whole thing of getting to know someone getting to and know taking someone. that time. And because mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. has made it that time go short, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why they don't want to they don't want to run the race because they, they already know everything about you in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm, of just mm. of just searching and, and you know gathering you up from what, whatever your social media says. Mm, mm, mm. That, that's the illusion, right? Mm-hmm. I think another problem is the fact that people think um, what people post on Instagram or on social media is everything there is to know about a person, and forgetting that they only show you what they want to show you, right? So. Um, if you want to get to know somebody, like get to know the person, you think, oh, I've seen where the, what the pe- person wears, where the person goes. I know that they only post things there that they think people should know. Mm-hmm. The things yeah, on there are, are those the important things you need no, to know about the, the person. But you don't think that's a bad thing because first impression. That's, that's no good. And if that's the first thing that I see about you, that's my first impression of you. So therefore, perception, I mean, reality. Right. Like you can be yeah. right that it's more to you than what I see. But mm-hmm. because of what I've already seen, I don't you don't care think to get to know you. Yeah, I'm not even saying yours. I think my my arguments backs mm-hmm. what you're saying, right? So the fact that people share a lot of things, right? It, it gives the illusion that, oh, I know everything about this person, right? Me, well, there's more important things to know mm-hmm. about the person. But because we are like, oh, you know, I've seen it on, on the social. And that's bad. We don't have no. to share everything. It yeah. gives people perception before they start talking mm-hmm. to you. Like you I give them an idea. So, 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 Amy, okay. just before you ask your question, I think, again, the reason why people feel they know everything about you by your social media post, you, you're saying that's more to the person. That really isn't. You control your image. You control your mm-hmm. brand. If these are the things you're trying to show me, it tells me more. It, it, it's not necessarily what you show. It's what you prioritize. Amplify. If I look at you and I see greed, flash, glam, this. There's nothing that's going to tell me you've got the complete opposite of that image. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, we always say it's not the things people take serious. It's the things people find funny. If you think this is how you want to carry yourself, push yourself out to the world. Yes, you might be a wonderful, amazing person, but 
your priorities are wrong. So it tells me so much about how you think, the things you prioritize, the things you feel like I should put out there, the things you hold dear to yourself. If I come on your social media page and you're posting, and not that this is necessarily a good thing, but you're posting career achievements, you're posting your... It's not going to tell me how smart or how you got there, but it's going to tell me the things this person prioritizes. If I come and it's like um, your abs, your butt cheeks, your abs, your butt cheeks every <laughs> other day, I'm like, dude, there's nothing more to you. Like, again, and, and that is why things like our social media image should be important and it should be crafted to reflect who you are. Let people get to, because like um, um, Imari was saying, 10 minutes into a conversation with someone, if I get to know all these things and I see, you know, it, it can even broaden the conversation. I see versatility. I see that you're interested in so many things. You you have a mix of everything. Then it, it gets me curious to want to know the other things you're not sharing. Mm-hmm. If it's just your ass on all your Instagram pictures, yeah, I see what you're, you're, you're promoting and it tells me about you. Yeah, so like at that point, people, you don't have nothing to talk about. You don't have anything, no, no bullet points to say, Oh, I seen this and that because you don't see that side of them. You only see, and I agree. Like, yeah, you should have the freedom to post and and portray yourself however you want, but you only attract what you exude. And if I'm exuding mm-hmm. one thing, I'm only going to attract one kind of person or one kind of mm-hmm. audience. And so I feel like it's important to make sure that you have some aspect of privacy in your life and not posting everything. Yes, you should be able to post what you want and and show. Mm-hmm your accomplishments and things like that. But if you're looking for a suitor, I don't need anybody to know everything about me already because that's a conversation that I want to have with you because maybe we can connect on a different level on something else that I may not have posted. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Absolutely. Uh, I think, so anyway, my question yeah. is, uh, how do people usually build habits, right? Like, or maybe I had say like, you do something over and mm-hmm. over, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I never that I the idea. I've heard somebody say make the uh, the same thing in a different mm-hmm. way. That mm-hmm. um, well, I let you see uh, what you want to see. That's not who mm-hmm. I am. Like mm-hmm. when you start doing something over and over, you become that person. That, yeah. You're a human. Like one thing I think people forget is we are human. Sometimes we think we're superhumans. Like we can. We can have six mm-hmm. lives and separate them together. Mm-hmm. Like, no, mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. something. Didn't they say you change your taste buds within seven days? If you keep eating one thing, keep forcing yourself, you within day seven, you started acquiring that taste, right? We're humans. Mm-hmm. Bro, we can follow the temptations, we can follow <laughs> a lot of whatever. So, I think posting your abs, posting your back cheeks, maybe when you started, it was just something for fun, right? But the mm-hmm. moment you keep doing it, you keep doing it. But yeah. Like for the last for the last year, that's all you've been doing. You can't convince me that's not who you are. Yeah, I think even <laughs> conversations <laughs> that people have, like, like they I'm don't sorry, even have but... any shame about the things that come out of their mouth, right? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. crazy because this is like this is this is social media. Like, even if you take it down. Somebody already mm-hmm. screenshot it. Screenshot it. it. it looks That's exactly the thing. Ever. Yeah. One day out of fun, I was talking to some friends and I found my old MySpace page. I deleted that <laughs> a long time ago, but I was still able to find it was like some link that still allows you to see mm-hmm. this. So that goes mm-hmm. to show like you should have a little bit more uh, caution. Mm-hmm. 
when you mm-hmm. when you're saying things and putting Privacy. things out there Privacy. because that reputation is going to precede you. It's never going to go mm-hmm. anywhere. And like, there's just no covenant amongst millennials and even the the Gen Zs and, and the generation that that because mm-hmm. everything they feel like everything is meant to be posted because mm. all they care about are are likes. They likes. care about getting that gratification mm-hmm. from from other people. Like mm-hmm. they lack that part of self love and self trust and confidence mm-hmm. that they look for that gratification elsewhere. And they don't want anything private anymore. Like it's just not a real. It's not a real thing. I mean, I think we get we get. Okay. I saw a video from. No, no. I think it was yesterday that the same thing he was saying that these days, people buy a house before they buy furniture. It's already on social media. The moment when like, and it's funny. My my own cousin, right? He bought a house the day he was signing, right? He was on Snapchat signing document. And I text him like, bro, like, come on, dude. You you older than me. You're pushing 40. Like, come on. Quit <laughs> to be nice. <laughs> but you can't. No, no. I mean, me and him, we, we, we like that. I can talk. Like, I can say what I'm doing. So I, yeah, but it's absolutely but like, right. But that's right? the thing because, you know, you know, like, I would never want to do something like that because, what if something doesn't go the way you want it and you're already mm-hmm. posting it? Mm-hmm. Now I gotta come back and backpedal and explain myself. To <laughs> oh like, man, I'm grown. I, I don't want to explain myself to anybody about anything. Mm-hmm. So therefore, yeah. let me just wait until it happens so that mm-hmm. I don't have to go back and backpedal and explain myself because that that's embarrassing. Absolutely, <laughs> that's what's embarrassing. Absolutely, absolutely. People were again. It's that live. It's ironic I'm talking about and live see, streaming our lives when I'm live streaming. But <laughs> I'm on a live stream again, and I'm going to say, yeah. I think I think the part uh, we can blame celebrity culture too because I think mm. the people we look, a lot of people begin to look up to whatever, right? And they post their life. So people are beginning to connect that. People think they're celebrities. That's the thing. I think it's, no, no, no. It's, wait, it's, wait. It's, wait. You just bust my mind. It's because you just those people my that mind. you look up to, they think that's reality. And no, that's not reality. No, no, but you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, my my best friend, business partner, I always talk about it. He's a filmmaker in Hollywood, right? And we'll have conversation, right? A lot of things that we see on TMZ, mm-hmm. it's scripted, right? Mm-hmm. The celebrity going to grab lunch here wearing this mm-hmm. is scripted. Mm-hmm. They're trying mm-hmm. to sell something. And he was like, mm-hmm. and a lot of times when you're filming behind the scenes, you know, when they show up, they're mm-hmm. in chinos and regular sneakers and t-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's like anytime there's some paparazzi shot here, they're wearing this thing, like mm-hmm. it's like a lot of it is scripted, right? So people they're selling people dreams mm-hmm. and people are bought into it and they started doing trying to live like that, like. Oh, um, Jigger, Jigger man or Nas does this. So, Jigger mm-hmm. is my idol. So, I want to mimic Jigger. I want to do mm-hmm. it. it yeah, yeah. So, I think that, that that's part of the problem, too. People I, try I still to can't. With their, their stars, right? uh, no, I still can't get over the fact that Quisi said millennials are not settling down because of celebrities. You're blaming no, your no, 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 <laughs> 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 individual problem. <laughs> 
Quincy, why aren't you? Oh, Kevin, why are you not married? Because of Beyonce. Really? You're blaming your problems? Okay. Millennials want to blame celebrities <laughs> for their problems? I completely get you, but it was funny. The minute you said that, my brain was like, Kabush, like, how are we blaming celebrities for us to lay down? But absolutely, they do have... Oh, no, but it's true, though, right? It is true. Like, to, two days ago, to I listened to Lala's extent. interview, right? Lala's mm. interview about how she don't ever want to get married again and blah, blah, blah. Marriage is not a goal. And I was reading some of the comments from the, whatever, the interview, and people were trying to relate with her. Like, you see people mm. making dollars $40,000 a year trying to relate with somebody that probably grossed a million last year about, mm. oh, yeah, um, you know, Negroes and this, the and that, blah, 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 blah. I want to get married <laughs> to, like, your experience and her experience are different. Mm. Like, mm. Like tailor it to your 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 life with like one. <laughs> I don't want to get yep. a job. Yeah, yep. right. You know, yep. like it's it's different. So mm. I mean, but it's just it's just I guess is what it is, right? Mm. I, I'm going to wrap up with some of the comment, right? But guys, I think there's there's some conversation to be had about this transparency and privacy thing. I feel like we should take some time to really unpack. Especially given the world we're living in, given the social media fiended yep. world we live in right yep. now, where it's like, yep. do it for yep. the likes, do it for. Remember when we we used to sing, do it for the vine, do it for the vine, do it for the yeah. vine. Oh now, yeah, it's no longer there. Now it's like <laughs> our whole lives have become a, a never-ending do it for. The now life. it's it's do it for the gram. Yeah, it's like it's and all TikTok, that we. That. No, it's that <laughs> made me do it. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I think that maybe do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Do it. We really need. That's to a trend. That's a trend. I've done. That's a trend. That's a trend. I bought something. Yeah, yeah. I bought something for my kitchen. Something I forgot, but it's something that I whatever. You made pasta too that you seen real. on TikTok. Yeah, some past that was going on. My like, oh, this looks good. But Quincy, so, why are you on TikTok though? Quincy, he wasn't. You know how like on on Instagram the reels they put the stuff real on TikTok oh, on there, but yeah. it's, it's no, 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 no. I would never go on TikTok. I would never go. Ne- never say never. But let's never let's say never. Uh, <laughs> guys, um, in wrapping up, keep send this in. As they say, good things take time. Long-term success is a pipe dream for someone with little to no endurance. Um, Chris, 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 we miss you. You should come back into the studio. You should definitely hop on and chime in. We need to hear your take on this. I know Chris has a lot of hot takes on this. But he says, how you treat anything is how you treat everything in terms of what we portray on social media. The things you commit yourself and dedicate yourself to pushing out there is definitely, truly, sometimes the real you. Sometimes we don't even need to talk to it. Like some people, especially in AY, you pointed it out. Like people don't see what happens after the cameras are shut down. Like we see what's saying. People don't see it's it's you the things we it. see on the ground. And sometimes people are living their best lives there. And so if your best life is butt cheek, abs, chest, if that's all it is, then <laughs> I don't know, but there might not be more to the story. He, he's bringing us <laughs> how you treat anything is how you treat almost everything. I agree. Logical consistency. A lot of people are very consistent and they don't even know they're being very consistent. Like if they're lazy in school, they're most often lazy on the work 
because they are lazy at home. They're lazy. It, it follows them everywhere. Hilda is, Hilda is saying people post things they can relate reason. People posting things they can relate reason to show who I I Ay, can you help me out? So people you know, post, like people post things can that they relate. can relate to, and that's the reason mm -hmm. it shows who you are. Okay, okay, yeah. I guess it, yeah, people do show things they they relate, and that's where the memes and all that comes in, right? To the next comment. Nanama is saying, what about us the we we uh, meme posters? Uh, memes you post uh, sometimes we, the meme poster, we're just comedians, we want to be comedians. <laughs> I know, yeah, I so deep down, deep down, you're you're, you're a comedian, oh. and you don't get to say these yeah, things. So when you say no, no, I don't. I, you know, I don't believe that's mm. right. Most often, the memes you think you relate to, just like what he said, you you post things you can, you know, way relate to, or things you want to, you know, oh, no, say, but like want to joke comedy. around. My you want to joke around with it. A comedian. <laughs> hmm. Rashid said, "Started last week." No one wants to hear or see what's real. They want to see what they want to see. Not realizing that real people will show you the real. Interesting. And I think it goes to what Kwesi was saying, where people are more engaged with followers and people on Instagram more than the real people in their lives. Mm -hmm. Like some of these bots that are following you and coming into your um, comment <laughs> section may not even be as tangible as the real people around you. And sometimes it, it matters to keep it real especially to the people in your real life. Like if I see you crying and I go on Instagram and you have all these pictures where you're smiling, it's like, come on, keep it real, right? Um, Hilda is saying the media <laughs> never forgets. Yeah, social media never forgets. They're going to pull your um, Badu page and then you're going to see what you were doing. What is Badu? Yeah, the youngest don't know what it is, but back before we had Twitter and Facebook and all that, that was Badu and High Five. And on Badu, my... My profile picture was Chris Brown for several years. So someone in the world somewhere thinks I'm Chris Brown. Breezy, 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 breezy. That was back in the day, man. That was back in the day. I'll take it. Hill is like, oh my God, Crazy, that's facts. Most people are who they are because the people because of the people they look up to. And a lot of people want to fit in. Absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. People are doing things just to fit in. Kwesi is saying, great job, back to back. Kwesi, thank you so much for joining every week. Great job posting back to back. This is the second week running. I'm reading a comment from Kwesi. Kwesi, keep it going. Ten weeks and then I have Rashid. a special gift for you. Rashid <laughs> said, yes, do it for the gram. If you're cool. <laughs> General Secretary of Gen Z Nation. I didn't know that was your title. I didn't know you were the General Secretary. <laughs> I, of Gen Z. I didn't even know. I didn't even know who gave it. Rashid, I'm yeah, done with you. So, what so I do, the... what I do know is, um, if he is a gatekeeper for TikTok. Yeah. Know. <laughs> so. Ernesto, Ernesto, <laughs> greetings from Belgium, greetings from us oh. here as a tribe. Much love, brother. We really let's, appreciate. Let's go. To, let's go to Belgium. We, we will, we will. We'll post it on the ground. We'll we'll do, it the ground. From, do it for the ground. It's amazing. We're probably going to take last comments on this topic. It, it's it's wonderful that at least we've been able to present a case for millennials. Um, for those of you who are wondering, so we move from Gen X's 
and millennials were supposed to be Gen Ys, right? And I think the it's obvious why we were supposed to be Gen Ys because why are we like this? Why? Why is this happening? Millennials are just so weird. Why? Why are we like this? So Gen Y, there's so many questions and there's so many problems. We can't say everything as to why the millennials do what they do. They're just millennials. There's just that's because we're the cross we're the cross breeds. That's what it is. Yep, yep. And we we just oh my gosh. But yeah, last words on millennials, and then before we do that, I'm also going to take predictions today. We normally don't take predictions on NFL games, but it's the oh. it's, we're, we're the business end of the season. So I know Quincy's 49ers are playing in a few minutes. I think they just kicked off. They're playing with who are you guys playing against? Um Philadelphia, right? Philly. Yeah. And my Bengals goes up against Kansas City Chiefs. So if you want to, you can predict and we'll see who ends up in the Super Bowl. But last words on millennials, and then we can talk about a little sport and wrap it up. AY, I know you're the Gen Z general secretary. You've been I'm not any general secretary for anything, Rashid, please. <laughs> <laughs> so my last word is Rashid. Uh... Settle down. Of course. Yeah. I knew you were going to go for heads. <laughs> I knew heads were going to roll. Um, uh, Quasi Frost, so that we save the last one for Imari. Quasi Frost, um, last one. My last words for Mr. Song. Um, my wife's sister is Gen Z. She's too young for you. <laughs> uh, find, find a millennial. And when you, you know why, why? You know, oh my god! learned nothing from the entire show. All right, Imari, what are your closing thoughts on millennials and why we can't settle down? It's hard. Um, hang in there, endure it. It couldn't have been any better. It couldn't have ended any better. Thank you, that. Um, yes. that, is, that was so mean. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you guys, it just grinds your gears as much as it does mine, but whenever something happens and they're like, thoughts and prayers are with. So today, our thoughts and prayers are with millennials. I don't know what you can do with my thoughts and prayers, but, but thoughts and prayers. Thank you, man. And um, I know Quincy oh is a 49er. Oh. Nanefia just sent this in. Fly, Eagles, oh fly. Oh Go Eagles. No, so it's yeah, Nanefia yeah. versus Quincy today. And <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. We'll show them Pepe. Suya Pepe. Okay. So thank you guys for coming in today and yeah. having this wonderful conversation with me. Imari, we're so grateful you joined and we hope you become a regular on the show. I know a lot of you I'll are try, excited. I'll try. You should. A lot of people were super excited to see Mrs. Frost. So now we have the Frost household on the track. Like, their podcast took a very... Take my place. No, no. no. That's not going to happen. She can take my place. And, and for our wonderful listeners and viewers, thank you so much for joining the show. Every week we do this with you, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate your comments and your likes and all the things you do for us, supporting us, watching, listening to the audio. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And from us here at The Tribe, it's... Bye. Bye. Have a good week. Peace Everybody. out.